Um, so, yeah, so on this, this podcast is going to be maybe a little bit weird, but because um, I, ha- I don't have any idea what we are going to talk about. Uh, uh, you you had in mind a very interesting combination of movies that you wanted to talk about, and for that we had to go and see the new James Bond movie Spectre. But yeah, can you tell me more about the talk that we are yeah, going to talk about? Talk. I wanted to. I got an idea that uh, it's in fact a revelation that these Bond movies, the modern Bond movies with uh, Daniel Craig. They combine with uh, Scorsese's Hugo and uh, Luc Besson's The Extraordinary Adventures of Adele Blanc-Sec. And I see that they are almost done in the same... Adele Blanc-Sec is done in 2010, Hugo in 2011, and the Bond Skyfall was in 2012. So around this time, no, they're all in this, the children of their time. This, yeah, they're all in yes. that this this same era, yeah. like so, modern so adventure I movies. Think, yeah, I think that this uh, this era which we are living in, this 2010 after, it's uh, it creates these movies which we can describe as magical uh, realism. So this covers these three yeah, kind of. topics. It's like magical realism. Mm. It's realism but magical. Yeah, yeah. Like well, Bond. I would think that it's like it's. I w- I always thought Bond as a superhero. It, it's yeah. it's kind of like yeah, like we have Superman and Batman and these yes. kind of that are kind of even more extraordinary, and yeah. Superman is much more magical. Um, but Bond is kind of like more grounded, and he's he doesn't have that much special powers, and that usually in 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 their how I understood in in Bond movies that they don't really have magical elements. They don't. Uh, there is no aliens or there is no superpowers and super vi- the villains don't have some kind of weird superpower or Bond doesn't have superpowers. Uh, he doesn't fly. He doesn't fly. He doesn't have like like extraordinary powers, but he has. But but what he makes him a superhero is that he's like capable of doing extraordinary things. Like and he's, he knows everything. Yeah, he knows everything, and in he can he can get out of every situation that he gets in, and he can he can fly airplanes and uh, have like an airplane chase scene just like that, and uh, explode institutions, yeah. and and he can talk different languages, and he can get any lady, and you know he's like he's so, like a um, so-called like a, this he's a male fantasy is a if a, if is the perfect um how would you say it like yeah per- perfectation of of a male fantasy i don't yes. know if I, you can I say that the, i had this uh, feeling when i looked i first looked at skyfall and then i saw uh, spectre mm. and then i saw casino royale just for interest and uh, when i was in spectre i had in the theater mm. 
I had a feeling, a strong feeling that this here we have a Superman, and here we have a MacGyver. Mm. He, yeah. he had this ability to invent at the spur of a, spur, the moment he was in trouble, he invented some things like MacGyver that he got out of the yeah, kind situations. Of. Yeah, yeah. Like, like even though MacGyver it was like even more, uh, you know, like it was MacGyver had like it it was even more in uh, an effort in in MacGyver to have this 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 everyday tools combining and making mm. it into solution and Bond didn't didn't do so much like MacGyver stuff but the, there is very similar kind of aspects in that 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 um that he can get out of that situation solution, so easily so, yeah he can yeah. come up with a solution very but fast and, and, and usually, like what I, I what I noticed now in Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, Sky, Sky, Skyfall, and Spectre, is in in Dan, Daniel Craig movies that I've been now watching that uh, he he enters situations and scenes very casually, and he's like he doesn't really care, you know. He's like he just walks into the villain's arms and he's like yeah. I'm going to get out of this. Yeah. I'm sure, you know, like. Usually, like remember in in Sicario, Benicio del Toro was mm. with a gun, you know, ready to shoot anybody who comes in front, yeah. and he's he's you know every step is a danger, uh, or or with Emily Plant, but with Bond, he just walks in with his suit, you know, and make yeah. the you know sets his tie, and uh, he's like, yeah, what now, you know, so. Mm he has this carelessness you know like he he he's very cool about it yeah, like he, he can it, jump on the on the step of the helicopter any moment and mm -hmm. be lifted up and start to fight in the air and so mm -hmm. on any moment yeah that. and he will win we are sure of it yeah exactly or he will get out of it anyway alive mm -hmm. so that's a so yeah, yeah i yeah. didn't see quantum or solans that's that i didn't look but I I had a very strong uh, vision there that I in the movies that it's these Bond movies are made for men really. It's yeah, that's the male male definitely. fantasy. Yeah, it's that's yeah, the, the whole. Class. Who I, cares about I, how I would think about Bond is in the core and the essential of it is that it's a male fantasy. Yeah. It is it is directly targeted at the male audience to 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 feel that escapism to mm. to that they can kind of be on for a while and it's it's something for them to also to look upon you know to to um admire in a way you know like these are certain traits in this this male fantasy that that men kind, kind of that they 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 admire you know like he's 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 handsome and he's well fit and he's very gentleman and everything he's very um uh he's very capable of action and he and and, and especially the woman he can get any woman in the movie uh and it's it's all it's very simple simply simple uh like um uh, concept, you know. Yeah, it's the same. In this but... uh, spectre, I, I was. Um, it bothered me that he didn't have so much uh, facial movements. He was very <laughs> same type. Very... Yeah, and that's the same like in Skyfall and no, Casino Royale. No, it's not. And... 
That's no. what I, I, in Casino Royale, I was really happy because he was laughing and he had, he had, he talked a lot and. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, it was different there. Mm. But that's, that's not Sam Mendes' direction. But the Skyfall and Spectre are both the same yeah. director. Yeah, they are Sam Mendes. Yeah. And it's very well done. I, I like the color. I enjoyed some of it, like like the color. Mm. In Skyfall, all that blue color was very, very beautiful scenes. Yeah, it's very and amazingly pho blue. Uh, photographs movie. Yeah, very it's really good. well done. Although I, I think Skyfall was much more prettier than Spectre in the end. I was surprised. Uh, I, I expect the same kind of quality and attention to detail, but it, there was something lacking in the in the. In the in the in the visuals of of Spectre. Yeah, it was lacking in visuals, I think. Mm. It's it's. Um, Even though it had like these grand places, yeah. and the Mexico scene was of course really nice and very beautiful. Uh, there was one track shot, like, um, uh, in the beginning. Uh, like from Dutch of Evil, kind of similar. What uh, is that? Dutch of Evil, it's the black and white movie from uh, from <laughs> who was who was the director of Citizen Kane? Uh, Orson Welles. Yeah, Orson Welles. So it it's a black and white movie from Orson Welles about uh, border conflict of America and Mexico. And mm. it's uh, about corrupted police. Actually, you should really watch it. It's an amazing movie. And in the beginning, it, it starts with oh, this... Oh, I have to if this corrupted it, it, it starts with a shot, one take shot with the camera that takes like 10 minutes or something. And it's incredible. incredible. It's, it's really, really well done and very beautiful. And it's a very, very old movie from um, back in the times, times uh, days and... Uh, this Bond opening reminded me a lot about that um, Orson Welles uh, way of uh, opening the movie with that one, one track yeah, shot. Yeah, it's like suck you in, because yeah. you are following into those people. Yeah, but and you that know was what else, amazing. What else there was in that opening scene, it was fantastic really to see that uh, all the uh, skeletons. The yeah, people, yeah. And a lot of people, a lot of people. So, you know, Mark Cousins was talking about in the in his uh, Odyssey of the film. Yeah. And he, in the book and in 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 the serial in yeah. film in television. So, in the beginning of his talks, he showed a fantastic big scene from uh, early cinema, which is uh, not uh, uh, speaking. Oh, yeah, like silent, silent movie. Yeah, silent film, which is about the Babylon. It's very famous. They made yeah, a it's great the it, big spectacle. You mean in the Italian movie? I don't remember if it was. In, I don't remember it. Who's made mm. it? Is it the Griffith movie or is it the Italian movie? Yeah, Italian. I maybe it is the Italian. What you about the Babylon? And it's kind of it's there that time there were no colors even, but it's kind mm. of red. They, they made it in red uh, only, yeah. one, white and red or something, and it's a big spectacle of 
from looked from up, just like in that Mexican. It yeah. reminded me of exactly that. Now we are coming back to that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it it had these grand places and. But um, I thought that maybe this is done partly by uh, animation. But in the in the early one, in they could, didn't have animation or anything. That's why it's more great. It's well, yeah, like well, radical. yeah, like um, in this Spectre, I I read that in the. Guinness World Record. It, it, the Spectre went into Guinness World Record as a movie with the most, the biggest explosion in movie history. Yeah, I read that. Yeah, and it was. That this, was in Morocco. That one. It was in the desert. There yeah, was this in complex, the, in Morocco, and it it yeah. all exploded. And when I was looking at the movie, I thought that it looks digital. You know, I thought like, oh, that's probably done digitally. Because they can do that. You can do it digitally. You don't have to explode yeah. stuff. You yeah. can, like in Jurassic World, most things are digital. Um, but then I remember that, oh, there is this Guinness World Record now about it. And that, hey, probably that's the explosion. So yeah. I had this weird moment of where I'm kind of, you know, I because nowadays I expect so much digital mm. uh, special effects in movies that I kind of saw it digital and and if I wouldn't have no known that that it would be real, I wouldn't have actually registered it that way. So, mm. like, it's it's great that they do a lot of real stuff also these days, like that explosion. But also there is this double thing going on today that we are so there's so much digital special effects that we are kind of we don't even recognize anymore what's real and what's not and we cannot and even see well. so if 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 there is done real thing we it's not uh, given that we would even realize it that it's yeah. real so it's not anymore really even important or you know it's not we are kind of went into a certain border where we it's it's not about that anymore if it's real or not because we mm -hmm. cannot really say un unless it's really badly done or it's something fantasy, you know, mm. like the Hobbit. You know, or... where there was an, uh, there was in the beginning. I was amazed to see that uh, Daniel Craig when he was in Mexico and he went with the woman in the door in the room and then suddenly there was no room anymore <laughs> and walls came down and yeah and it all started to be a big, big uh, disaster. So he was coming, you remember the scene in the beginning where he was, the wall was coming on him. Mm. So that's exactly a rep repeat from Buster Keaton. You remember when Buster Keaton was in the wooden house and it mm. fell on him, but yeah. he was standing in the bathroom window yeah. and it went through <laughs> him and he was standing. It's an amazing scene. <laughs> you, you're amazed yeah. every time you see it. Yeah. So now, Daniel Greg experienced that in a stone wall. Yeah. And he didn't go, it, there was no window in him, but mm. there was a big hole under where he went. Like, he didn't go yeah, through and, and he, and up, he, he went down. Yeah, and, and he went, uh, he dropped on a sofa. Yeah. Like, he just, he, and it yeah, was like, as, like yeah, but it was the same. Yeah, but it was the same as like that same joke as Buster Keaton or Charlie Chaplin yeah. from that. That yeah, you know. Yeah, that those I like because they remind me of those films. Yeah, that's true. It's a really good point. 
exactly. But um, yeah, they are so much the same, more or less, to all those Bond films. So I mix them up a little bit in my mind. Ah, you mean all the in many of them the houses are blown up and they slowly, slowly. Yeah, that's a round and so on and so where it was what. Yeah. <laughs> so all, all those crooks one after the other and then oh. yeah and, and and i have to say that like um i i now watched all daniel craig movies uh in preparation for the spectre and i don't have it's really hard still for me to understand the plot and the story and what organization and you mean bond movies yeah but... been in other ones too I yeah, yeah but i mean the bond movies films I'm in the Bond movies. Yeah, in Bond. Yeah, it's hard to to know, and probably doesn't matter so much this plot because there is really the plots are so. <laughs> yeah, I'm. It's no, I'm no interested. It's it's really you know you have to go into the universe of the because. Sometimes I start to think about, you know, like, but why didn't, why did you do that, and why, what is the motive, and why do they, why do they keep them alive, and they can just shoot them, for example? But then you just have to kind of accept the reality of the universe of the movie, you know, like, you just yeah. kind of go into their logic and their, you know, motives, and then you just enjoy their, you know. So you kind of have to, you really have to. First of all, like enjoy Bond, and you have to just to to really, you know, get something out of it. You know. Yeah. You... Do you remember? Was it? I've seen so many of these Bonds and other films that I mix up. But it was in Casino Royale in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Wasn't it black and white? Yeah, yeah, it was. And black there was and white. a kind of a crook and Bond and you know, police and whatever. The, it was kind of film noir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. That was really. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. It was really well done, uh, beginning and uh, introduction to that kind of new new way of looking at Bond. Mm. Uh, you could talk a lot about that scene in terms of Bond, or you know, like what what does it mean for the whole Bond character and everything. But yeah, that it's really really I well done. I liked it because it was for the noir film noir thing. And exactly. then, what do you think about that? Um, that the uh, Bond uh, character, this Daniel Greg, the the way he uh, first of all, I was surprised to see him in Spectre because I had seen him in Skyfall before that, just before, and he was a really perfect man, mm-hmm. perfect man. And then suddenly in Spectre beginning, I saw this old man, and I thought, can this be? Daniel? Yeah, me too. <laughs> and he was, he was Daniel Craig. He was older. So, so I, I, I thought about that, that maybe. Too. He will not be anymore. They don't like old. I like old people in that they get older, but but they will not take him probably anymore. Mm, yeah, so there is a certain age. There, like I understood that there's a certain age limit of Bond of how old he can be, and he cannot be like I don't know uh, more than forty-five or something, or forty mm. even is like too it's old to be credible. Bond. It's not really credible, but of course it's not supposed to because it's ma- magical. Uh, all thing is magical but, reality. But I, I, this this movie plays out very much like the final movie of Daniel Craig Bond, uh, yeah. because of the ending that we don't talk about. But um, 
the I still uh, read that mm. that Daniel Craig did sign up for the fifth Bond movie before. Mm -hmm. So by contract, he should make uh, another also Bond. Also, Arnold Schwarzenegger signed, and and he, they probably will not make another Terminator. Yeah, well, that's if the producers don't want to make a movie. But if if these producers and they are I going to make more Bond, Bond movies, forever. so if they want to have Daniel Craig, they can just say like, "You are going to be." one more and Daniel Craig yeah. doesn't have anything to say. Yeah. So anyway, so now when I saw him in Spectre and he was older and so on and in the Skyfall and Casino Royale. Casino Royale I like him best because he was so uh, vivacious in the face. He had all this laughing. I, I, I agree. Like yeah. He's laughing I, really I nice. like that movie the best also. Yeah. I like it and, best. And Daniel Craig in it. He's yeah. best. He was really, it was more like a movie. Mm-hmm. These others are like uh, fairy tales of spectacles, so more, but even yeah. if that was also. But, you know, the way he looks, it's like a um, cartoon character in uh, Inspector, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's beautiful ears, you know, I like ears really much. There was no other actor who has ears like that, that they're out. Yeah, they are you very pointed out, and you can you can really see the silhouette yeah. of the man, like with the ears. Yeah. And then, what I want to ask you, what do you think about the mouth? Because is that the mouth? He is all the time putting it. It's when he keeps it together and not smile. Mm. Yeah, it's like the duck face. Mm, yeah, or yeah, is it is. Duck face, wait, duck face, start. Yeah. Because I don't know anything about duck face. <laughs> <laughs> All the young people try to make duck face. So is that the from the bond? <laughs> maybe bond, maybe bond uh, invested like it, invented it. Time. Yeah, <laughs> probably. <laughs> yes, who has a mouth like that? He, I believe he really looks like that. But he looks like a cartoon character. <laughs> no, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, with his ears and with his mouth, and then I have a very weird image of Bond. Yeah, uh, I, I, have, yeah, I, I don't. I also been no, watching his face, his, because his face is very important, you know. Mm. And in Casino Royale, it's there was some kind of it fitted there, and was right yes, age, the right. the right, you know, his skin and everything. And they used his eyes in that film. Yeah. Yeah, and, and he has this... eyes and then they open that amazing blue... Yeah, yeah, really piercing blue eyes. It's yeah. like Meryl was amazed uh, when we were watching Cousin Royale. Like, does he really have that blue eyes? Yeah, and, he has. And he has, like, it's <laughs> perfect. You know, his eyes are just perfect for Bond. Yeah, the eyes are the best of and, The ears, I love the ears. And, and first you would think that he's a, he's a weird, um, maybe, like, choice, like he's not the same style as the other Bond or something, but he works really great and I love his body and everything. He's he's all physique and his his way, you know, it's but it's meant to be Yeah, it's very man. great. Yeah, but he he, he he makes it really good. Uh, he he acts with his body and um but uh he but then like 
and I liked his hair and everything, everything yeah. style. But then I started to have a problem with the sequels, and this is really stupid. But he got a shorter haircut, and yeah. I look, he looks weird. I, I cannot, I think it's a bad oh. haircut, and he looks weird, <laughs> and I cannot, like, it starts to look uh, like, um, uh, yeah, kind of more like a cartoon character, and um, in a way, and in Spectre I had most trouble, you know, he, yeah, he felt like he, know. there was, you know, um, I don't know what was it, but yeah, like for example, like um, this, again, this is really, really weird why it bothers me, but um, there is the scene with Monica Bellucci when he, yeah. they start kissing. Very beautiful. And yeah, and I like that she was older and she, was, she had yeah. freckles, you know, she was an older woman and it's mm -hmm. not always like very, very young. Um, but I had the trouble with Daniel Kret's mouth. His lips, there's something that that duck lips. I don't know what what else, <laughs> but <laughs> I I thought it was ugly and I couldn't. I was like, I to me it was just a little bit weird scene because I had to watch his mouth kiss. Uh, uh, but and, the strange that I also I had the same feeling. Yeah, you had. And I thought, of, oh poor Monica. <laughs> <laughs> and the effect should have been opposite for us. But, yeah, oh, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Monica Bellucci can kiss Daniel Craig, you know, like it's mm. uh, it's weird that these kind of things are important in movies, but mm. they are not and it's just a weird way of yeah, yeah, but feeling yeah. about uh, Daniel Craig, but like yeah, I was all the time thinking about uh I couldn't stop thinking about Daniel Craig in the girl with the dragon tattoo and how perfect he was in that like yes. I was all the time thinking like that's such a great movie and Daniel Kirk was so good in it and he yeah. looks so he great is, in he's it he's a very good actor yeah and maybe it's David Fincher that he just kind no, of but he's in other ones too. like I, I think I haven't seen there was Others. one film where they were saving the Auschwitz and he was the soldier there to to come and take the, the he was offering the boy that come to America and so on as a soldier. That's one of the moving uh, uh, scenes which I forever remember. And Daniel Gregg made that. It was a short scene which I'll never forget. Mm. Yeah, he was a lot of these side With characters. No bondiness. And... I didn't see his ears, mm. no duck mouth, no nothing. <laughs> he was a very good actor. So we have to agree that he's a good actor, otherwise. Um, yeah, he's this a. This is a dream of a men. I think, so yeah, so far from all bonds, he, he's the best actor. Yeah. Like, that. what I. I I know about Bond and I know very little about Bond. So. Yeah, I also know but, little about but Bond. But Casino Royale was amazing acting and amazing, like, like nice. what what you said about that, that fantasy things and everything, like, when I saw Casino Royale, I was very surprised how well they they kind of, you know, realized, uh, yeah. made, made Bond part of kind of reality, you know, because yeah. he was always a very fantasy character. Mm. 
and in Casino Royale he became like more grounded, more... More grounded, and he was a real person, he even yeah. died of heart attack. And, yeah, yeah, and, and he was like, he had flaws. Yeah. More, more, they were portrayed more of, you know, human, human character, you know, like he, he was arrogant and egoistic in that movie. Uh, and he was very um, fast with his decision, and he, he was failing a lot in that movie. He didn't, he was killing all the time everybody, even though he shouldn't have killed, or, you know, he, he cannot, couldn't handle the things. He was and, more human. And, yeah, he was more human. And then after that, he became, again, more like fantasy character, like Quantum of Solace. He was in love with the woman. Yeah, yeah, and, and in, but in... in Quantum of Solace and Skyfall and Spectre, he became again more fantasy. Yeah. He became more adventurous and more, more like, more uh, yeah, more more superhero type uh, character. And somehow I still kind of feel like that Casino Royale was such a well made, but I don't know if Bond that it should be like superhero yeah, and stuff exactly like that. Yeah, that's exactly what I think. That who knows. What is better? Because uh, which mm. way you go? We like that better, but maybe somebody else it's, uh, it's yeah. like fantasy. So one more thing about Bond films, I mm. I uh, enjoyed the beginnings, no, the the text in the beginning. I love that. I mm. really I think it's ingenious invention that comes the you no know, in Casino Royale there were drawings. Mm, oh, yeah. it continued this beautiful animation, drawings, drawings, mm. drawings, and he was in there as a character. And the music was, there always is a song which somebody sings, Yeah. and it's it's very good. I'm amazed. I'm really happy that I looked those films because of those songs. And then Adele song, mm. sang this Skyfall. Oh, yeah. how well she sang. Now I changed yeah. my idea about Adele. I didn't like it. Yeah, and yeah. Now I'm really enthusiastic because she sang that really well, beautiful. And then Inspector 2, there was Sam. Sam. There was Sam Smith, something Sam Smith like that. Was yeah. and the wall is writing on the wall was the name. Of yeah. And very well he sang. Yeah, and very sure, well. Um, sing. I was uh, surprised that it's a man singing. And yeah, sang. it's really well sang song. But also in Casino Royale, it was a man. Yeah, and I also. And then comes yeah. one thing more. About yeah, yeah. That when comes this beginning and they sing the song and a lot, it's a very long beginning. Mm -hmm. And each are done very carefully and well each, mm -hmm. in each film. And then in the end comes this uh, the click of the gun eye and mm -hmm. he stands with the. It's such a cliche like. But mm. I love it. Mm. It's beautiful. Mm. It's so so picturesque. Yeah, yeah, and it's very cinematic. It's it's cinematic. very it's very something that belongs to a big screen and to a cinema to have like an opening with titles and to it's like always uh, the same. That and has been from the beginning the same. Yeah, I'm really I, happy of that. Yeah, Sean Connery times. Yeah, and I think it's something that like it's it's like a tradition in Bond movies that they really have to keep this going. It's good, yeah. It's and and it's like something that you can kind of rely on Bond movies that they keep up a certain traditional way of portraying cinema. You know, like it yeah. they 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 modernize Bond maybe with Casino Royale or or things like that. But it's 
kind of always it's a very cinematic movie. Yeah. It's always with stunts and action and you know it's there even even in Casino Royale there's a lot of action in it. And there's a lot of intense and there's a lot of, you know and, and the, um great moments, you know, that are visually very great. Yeah, the camera you know. the way camera moves and where it takes the pictures. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's they are very visual great movies that kind of rely on very in a way kind of uh, traditional uh, movie making in a sense like yeah. and the the opening theme kind of uh, kind of uh shows that you know like that uh, it it is kind of goes back to to that beginning of uh bond films where they start making and they that they still do it and that it's the same movie in a way, went, you know. It, it went to beginning of the film, like Buster Keaton and everywhere. It went to do that even. Yeah, yeah, there is there is pieces. And and to Orson Welles with the opening scene. Yeah, and, and all it has these a things. lot of uh, cinematic old mastering. Yeah, it, it, yeah it, it, really, it really references to that old, old cinema... Uh, way of 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 really. making it's not they are not trying to reinvent cinema they are very much trying to uh make to to it, find yeah. find a way to 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 make it just better and better like that old old way well not better and better but like um uh, in 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 bond's universe to you keep, know keep how to make times. bond bond will never kind of be outside <laughs> of that traditional way of of, yeah. of film. like they like, go on with time and the same time in history yeah exactly and and that i was also like i wanted to say about the opening sequences that i i it was one thing that i i i wanted to analyze every time when new i saw a new bond and i i very much waited on about the opening scenes and i wanted to kind of see what they will come up with you know because it's a new pawn and they could just make something new and um i have a thing that i've i felt many times like because i grew up yeah through the 90s and i saw pawns from that time and like i felt that they were like sometimes a little bit cheesy and like a little bit um not not great quality the... but you said that earlier that you haven't seen any other bonds I, I've seen not all of them, like not oh, at oh. because there this Spectre was like twenty fourth Bond movie or something, so <laughs> there is like it's a it's a it's a whole universe of its own, you know. Like I don't know anything about Bond in that sense. I just know like Bonds that I've seen, like Golden Eye, I know, and I liked it. I like, but I didn't like the other Pierce Brosnan Bond movies from the nineties. I think they were really bad movies, um, but so I was very much interested in the opening sequence because the, you know it's a it's a chance and possibility to do something really great and interesting visually, and uh, I didn't like all of the Daniel Craig openings like Quantum uh-huh. of Solace and Skyfall was that was the first time I thought like this is a really well done because. In it, the when the when the sequence comes, it it flows with the, what is happening actually in the movie. It's not like a cut out, separate oh. animation. It just kind of flows with the movie, and it oh. actually there it is kind of connected to the situation that is happening. When you see the movie, you will understand it. And yeah. 
in, in Skyfall and it was like in that sense well done and Spectre there was again very nice uh, visual symbolisms and like yeah. with the eye and octopus yeah, all and all class. this stuff okay. like it was really yeah, nicely choreographed and composed although I don't know like all the stuff but yeah I, I feel like this still could do even more with that title sequence and... but, you know I like the Casino Royale opening also this the drawings they remind me of Almodovar uh, yeah, yeah. With the colors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reckless colors and movies. I, I, I thought more about Hitchcock in that movie. Oh, you know, because yes. Hitchcock yes. used this uh, one artist in his posters, when, uh, like all the nor North by Northwestern, uh, Psycho and Vertigo and all these movies, the poster and the marketing art were all done by this one artist that used this uh, cutout uh, technique. That they are very simplified and they're like cut out. Silhouette. Silhouettes, exactly. And uh, they are really, really beautiful and they're very iconic uh, images of film. Mm. Um, and that opening in Casino Royale, it really re went in, back into Hitchcock and that those oh, silhouettes yeah. and that cut out style. So there's a connection to Hitchcock also yeah, yeah. in Bond, so which I, I like. Then there was the the other characters in the film. I want to say something about it because this um, in Skyfall at least and Spectre there was this young guy who invents the things and goes with the net mm. in the net. He's not at all believable. He's, he's not even a, a magical realism believable. <laughs> you mean the Q? The, yeah. the wise guy. The he's a nice person nerd. but he's not believable. <laughs> it's it's um, um well who likes him i like him otherwise but not in the films yeah i didn't have a problem with him i think it was cool maybe i'm more I used to these kind of characters looks like uh, a person who is inventing those things well how about ah. like uh, yeah I, I don't want to challenge that but like yeah like no, no don't challenge it's it's kind of like okay in, in defense i can say that it's kind of you know this at you know you, you we talk about magic realism mm -hmm. and we talk about these adventurous movies in in mm -hmm. this kind of uh superhero sense mm -hmm. these kind of characters are very usual that you know you have like a young guy who is like a genius and oh, he can oh. do all hacker hacking stuff and you know like yeah. and even Bond, like it's the same with Bond. Like nobody could do stuff like that on on his own for that long. And then like... there was a, another thing with this problem I had with Skyfall. I I like the the I can say that the, it was a beautiful film visually and so on and so on. But the script was so poor. So, <laughs> so can you really believe that? The head of the secret agency, this M, this Bond will take her. No. You mean him, or? M it was the Judy Dench, this old woman. Ah, but the, which movie are you talking about? Skyfall. Skyfall. Or? Ah, yeah, okay. Skyfall. So he takes her 
in the matter of all that balagan, all this uh, mix up there, and takes him uh, to a lonely place yes. in Scotland, where yeah. there's nobody to protect this woman who is a head of secret agency. Okay, this is possible. <laughs> exactly. And there's all, only this romantic old man, uh, the caretaker, yeah. and the three of them will win this uh, terrible crooks. Yeah. No, no. It's, it was so poor script that I couldn't even enjoy it. Yeah, it was weird. I, I had the same feeling like at the moment when... Um, yeah, like uh, I had the same feeling about that, you know, if something happens, you know, you don't have a doctor at any, you know, kilometers away. You know, yeah. if something happens, so maybe if it, wouldn't it just be a little bit more clever to go a little <laughs> not so isolated but find another like in a cellar in london somewhere where there's a whole army guarding you <laughs> and what was this guy for this all name of the house but why it was guy for i never understood it was just the name of skyfall like i you it know like anything. yeah okay. but that's that's english like uh, we were watching hergul poirot the other day <laughs> and yeah. there and there at some point they said they they started to talk about that um, oh Poirot, could you uh, would you uh, care to join us at our mansion in the countryside, Crabtree? I said, <laughs> what did he say? Did he say Crabtree? And then they just continued the whole, through the whole episode, Crabtree, Crabtree, Crabtree. Yeah, yeah. And it's that's like English, that's so very English. So they have weird names for their mansion. So. Um, let them have their names yeah, like it's, it's a very uh, cartoonish <laughs> yeah. business and okay <laughs> so i think i have said now all about that bond business so i would like to go into hugo yeah so like so in the sense of magical realism mm. you like hugo is similar to bond or yeah it's a kind of an unbelievable story. It, it's really unbelievable story. Yeah. Bond also is always an unbe unbelievable story, even if you believe it, because it's magical reality. It's, yeah. It's... So Hugo also, I believe it, this boy lives in a mm. clock, in a, in a uh, Paris. And, and Hugo, in Hugo, there is the interesting uh, con uh, separation from, in a way, from Bond, like... Um, or, or maybe like similar connection in that sense is that that Hugo uh, it's actually part like real realism it's yeah. actually true stories that are uh, mixed, uh, mixed into a fiction like there is the, the the we should try not to spoil too much but like there is the the concept of the story like about what the story is about uh, what the mystery in Hugo it's actually a real story that ac actually happened and it's not invented it's not made up for the movie it's actually a real human story about a certain certain thing ah don't we talk about it say it here um, ah ok well, well it depends do you have to talk about it no I just like to say Melier Okay, yeah, it's it's there is okay. We can say that it's it's about Melier and it's uh, very much connected to the real story about Melier and, and the beginning of a film. 
on about filmmaking yeah exactly yeah and and, and even the the uh, automaton the mm, robot yeah. that is that is also actually a real thing that yeah. you can you can if you go to wikipedia or in internet you can find that they made even more complicated automatons in there in that time and they are incredible and it's amazing that this all this is real and on top of that there is the train uh, accident sequence which actually happened in Paris in the central train station so there's I wanted to say only in you know I mean, this is the big thing for me yeah because uh, it happens in all those three films ah okay well um, you can you can explain it later but yeah. what I yeah. what I what I wanted to say is that that um, there is these real things that happen in Hugo, and it's but it's all mixed into a fictional story together. So there's real, real, real stories with fiction, and in Bond there is it's all of course fiction and not not that, but it's also from books. Yeah, it's not about books, but it's um, there is a certain realism behind it because, for example, there is a secret service of England, MI6 or something. It's it's a real agency. There is actually is existing real agents in England, yeah. and the people. It's all it's all known. Like I, I, for me, it's a new thing, or I don't really think about these things, so it's kind of amazing. Uh, and Spawn takes kind of inspiration from this and makes a fictional stories out of uh, how of one agent's adventures, and it's of course sets in England and it's um, and it's also like Ian Fleming was. Ian Fleming was written writing this book. Yeah, yeah, and and he was a sort of agent also in his yeah, time. He knows uh, so about. it's also like kind of you know within that that universe but it's even more uh, like um, fantasized mm -hmm. maybe even more than Hugo in a way Hugo, Hugo is, is even more book by Brian Selznick yeah 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 Brian Selznick wrote a book called The Invention of Hugo Cabret yeah 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 and but, Hugo but, Cabret is the main person in but Hugo, Hugo is is there is there is more realism or real stories than in Bond actually Ah, no. In a way, because of it's a real story that the Hugo it's tells. It's like a fairy tale. It's really but it's nice. a, it's, but it's, it's a fairy like, tale, yeah. Yeah. It's so like, so what you wanted? He to... meets this girl Isabel, and then the girl takes him to. So so what did you wanted to say about Hugo? What? Yeah. What did you wanted to say about it? About Hugo. That it's a kind of a fairy tale, which is very uh, attracting. It's something about you know kind of, uh, old story of a lonely boy who lives alone and uh, survives in a hostile world. And the uh, Sasha Baron Cohen is the policeman who, with the Doberman, who's trying yeah. to catch him. It's kind of a Charles Dickens story. Yes, that's it. And it is kind of a, re a real realistic fairy tale. Like fairy tales are very magical princesses and Cinderella and stuff like that yeah. but and talking wolves and stuff but Hugo is like like Charles Dickens is like a very maybe good example of magic realism I don't know maybe yeah. he's not magic realism yeah. but it's like a, like a modern 
real fairy tale, you know, mm. about something that could happen for real in a way. It has know. real suffering and yeah. real happiness and real magic, magical moments when they discover things. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then the, his father dies there and so on. And the, the, that's what I wa- <laughs> was for me. Like, uh, you know, they talk about Hugo. is talked like it's a children movie. And it's very, very rough for a child to read about Father's dying. Yeah, but it's, it's not yeah, but but it's it's not that heavy in a way that it's, you know, it's very extre- extremely romanticized. Uh, yeah, it's a relation with his father. It's like this perfect relation with his father, uh, which emphasizes on the the loss of of him not having the father, and it's it is like kind of heavy, and and sources can really really make it very nice and uh, dramatic. Uh, but but in a way it's it's very like classical situation that the father was so good and that he took you know... him to uh, movies. That was a point. Yeah, yeah. The father took him to movies. Yeah, but um, the the setup of the of the relation is very classical and very uh, that there is it's not you know um, it's very he has a very perfect image of his father. And, and the relation and then what is what is more realistic and more like maybe heavy um for, for children is the yeah the loss and that how how he's the all the time the fire and everything and, yeah, but 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 he still has like uh like the hugo is capable of uh handling his own life like in the inside the train station and he it's very adventurous still it's it's still light um, i it's think classical you know. It's classical that there has this uncle, first of all, who is drunk and it takes care of him. Yeah, He's again, Charles really Dickens style. Bad uncle. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's it's very yeah. from that. And th- then there was this. It's it's kind of a perfect film, also movie, a perfect movie with all those details, with all the people in the station. All the yeah, characters. and they don't and they don't even talk about them, but there is no. like. There is very interesting characters there. There is yeah, um, there James is Choice. Dali. Yeah, there is Dali. There is James Choice, and there okay. is uh, Young Reinhardt. Yeah, Young Reinhardt, uh, and, but they never mention these characters. But they are there. They are there. And yeah. it's very interesting why Charles wanted to put these characters into into here, and they because they don't really have any yeah, and purpose then the in the story. Yeah, with the leg like that. And then the romance story with him, yeah. with the woman, it's wonderful. And yeah, I and love it's, that it's Sasha Baron Cohen. And he plays it very well, and he's not a traditional mm. just mean guy. He he, no. he has this love story with them, and it really emphasizes on the on the on the on the character. Yeah. And I really it's think like tragical. you know, but it, going back to what you said about that, it's yeah, it's uh, people say that or think that it's a children movie. It's it's very you know um, that's kind of sad about that movie is that many people don't watch it or they don't like yeah. to think about it. Uh, it feels like because they they see it's very much like a children movie. Yeah. Uh, same way as as we would see like if 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 I see Cinderella poster and the movie and I'm like uh, I don't want that, to see that it's like fairy tale you know that like happened to me. yeah so. But you so you have this, 
that is another question. That's another discussion uh, <laughs> of its own, of, like real fairy, like Disney. Because I'm just that, that's that's the subject of Disney fairy tales. But uh, um, to talk about Hugo is like, you know, people may miss that movie. Like I also had that when I saw it the poster first time. That it's not, but then I have heard from people who who saw it that there is so much depth in it, and that it's very intelligent and it's so uh, deep. And 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 that's the beauty of it is that it's it is also for children, and it's it's very much for children. It's a fantastic movie for children, even more in the sense that it's not only for children; that it's also anybody can enjoy it and it's it's also for adults so it's not really a oh, children yeah, movie yeah. it's a it's movie yeah it's like a family movie maybe but it's mm-hmm. even more you know um just a movie that can anybody can really see and it's it's especially for people who enjoy movies who really really, really like movies it's especially for them but yeah and... i would compare it to in a way to where the wild things are, which also is that is suffering from it that people think it's a child children movie. But yeah, I, yeah. I am happy I saw it as an adult. Exactly, and actually, like I would say that where the wild things are is even more harder it, for children than Hugo. Like because in, there is actually quite intensive time. and like kind of uh, confrontating moments in Where the Wild Things Are that are maybe not so easy, but again, I would say that Where the Wild Things Are is a very good movie for children. It really tells, you know, speaks to children about how to deal what with... What is to be a child. Yeah, and and it, it really um, visualizes the emotions of a child uh, mm. into a movie and... Um, it's it can be like heavy on children, but I don't think heaviness uh, in a movie is saying that it's not for children. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it was that this this is something that I've been very interested in about, uh, and it's that's something that started with uh, Coraline. Uh, do you know Coraline? Yeah, I haven't seen it, but maybe parts of it I've seen. Yeah, the 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 animation movie. It's there mm. is very intensive scenes, uh, very scary things. And especially the book has been part of a controversy about that uh, many parents feel like that it's not suitable for children, that it's a horror book, you know, it, that it's mm-hmm. v- too scary for children. And the writer, Neil Gaiman, have repeatedly like said in interviews that he, he meant it, it to be scary for children. He meant it to be very scary reading, you know, yeah. very, but because... First of all, his own child asks for that kind of story, but also yes. because he feels like it's very important for children to face this kind of emotions. You know that yeah. to how to deal with fear. You know when when you are faced with something serious. You know that you feel like you cannot handle. How can you conquer that? And Coraline really tells a story about this. So it's very psychological, same way as the wild th- where the wild things are. It's very psychological and very confronting with these emotions. And Hugo as well. It's a very intelligent movie about Hugo facing a, a real situation and uh, trying to deal with his uh, past. But maybe less than where the wild things are in Coraline, I would say. Mm. 
but because Hugo has also that filmmaking aspect of it. You know, it's 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 yes. about so many things that yeah, it's hard Hugo to say is, what it is actually about in the end. Hugo is uh, settled in an era of time in mm. a normal normal town, yeah. Paris, in 1930s. So, in uh, Paris, in in Montparnasse railway station, which actually is existing, mm. and. So it has a different kind of ring to it, but yeah. there yeah. was a surprising thing which I found only lately, a few days ago, I found out about Hugo, mm. is that girl, this Isabel. Yeah, I remember him from her from other things, but I cannot put You my know head. from where he, she was? No. no I, it is in this uh, letter at one in let uh, let them in or what is this one? Yeah, American version. Yeah, American version, uh, not the Swedish one. Yeah, yeah. So she's the vampire. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, she's in many cases, and and I saw lately a wonderful, wonderful hundred percent film, Clouds of Sils Maria. Ah. Uh -huh. Oliver Asayas. Yeah. I think made it and it got some prizes last year and I had no chance to see it and now I went to see it. So she is one of the four important, she, the, the film is uh, about four women's mm. women lives. So she's the youngest woman there. This, she's 18 years old there. Mm. A famous actress act, uh, acting. Yeah. And I was so, uh, I, I couldn't believe it. It's the same girl as in Hugo. <laughs> she was uh, uh, taking all the men just like that, you know, there in that. Mm. <laughs> it is really fantastic. So yeah. she's uh, doing uh, different types of films. I recommend that she are Clouds of Sils Maria. It's it's really uh, amazing film. It's yeah, Juliette it's... Binoche in the uh, yeah. main part. Uh, okay. So, Chloe, Chloe Grace Moretz, Moretz is her name. Yeah. Chloe Moretz, yeah. Yeah, this yeah. I, I um, also know him from this one um, uh, action comedy movie called Kikas. Yeah. It's just a superhero, and, yeah. and yeah, yeah. she was in that. So, she's a very so, uh, interesting role she takes. Yeah, she is. Mm. And. So, uh, she's wrote from a movie family even I wrote read about her background so she's quite so can you imagine that she was acting in Clouds of Sils Maria the character like from the Kikas you know she was acting an <laughs> actress who was playing in super films oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like about they were making a movie about superhero movie uh, about or what in that movie? No, the, in that film, uh, this Clouds of Sils Maria is about Juliet Binoche getting old. Oh. And that's very interesting for me because it tells about the, how the young ones push the old ones and how you should react. And it makes you think about it months afterwards. Mm. Amazing. And the symbolism of it, it is clouds there in the uh, Austria, is it in Switzerland or Austria? Switzerland, I think. In well, the Alps. Alps. Yeah, the Alps and the clouds are down. No, yeah, down. yeah, I know. It's it's really beautiful. It's yeah. Amazing. It's so yeah. 
so much beauty in it and everything. And then Juliet Binoche as an exasperating old woman, mm. <clears throat> an actress. And so. mm, sounds interesting. Very, very good. Mm. So, okay. And uh, then we have uh, Adele Blancsec. Yeah, and can you like explain a little <laughs> bit like who who the hell is Adele Blancsec? Like, Adele I don't know if anybody knows about this movie Adele or Blanc-Sec. even her character, but yeah. she's a very very interesting character, and she has yeah. her she has her um, origin. Like, Bond is a book, and I am Fleming's book, and Hugo is a is a book, but Adele Blancsec is a comic book. Yeah, it's a comic and book. And a very, Jacques very Tardy. different kind of comic book. Yeah? It's a comic book by Jacques Tardy. I yeah. don't know how to exactly to pronounce it. Tardy. And I think it happens in Paris always, but I think it's printed in Belgium. This. Ah. Uh, it's my favorite book. Of all the books in the world, it's, it's uh, my you favorite. Mean, you mean it's comic Adele. book or just any book? Or... No, from any book. Wow. Adele, it means to me so much. It's kind of a, it's um, it's like Bond is for men. Mm, yeah. Adele is for me. For yeah. Women. And she's the basic woman of women of all times. And who who can surpass her? Not not Vladimir Nabokov. Nobody. <laughs> great hero. Yeah. <laughs> of, and, yeah. Uh, exactly. Hardy has done it. And there are a few of these uh, comic books, but I like the first one. This Adele, Adele and the Monster. It's called, and in French, it's made in French, so it's called Adele et la Bête. Wow! And and what are the comic books usually like? What what is the whole concept of Adele the Blanc? It's, Adele Blanc. So it's like a female a Bond. She's a female detective who solves uh, problems uh, and she's not afraid of anything ever ever like Bond and she's the monster is a pterodactyl (laughs) (laughs) I love the way pterodactyl looks like dinosaurs which flies flying dinosaur red dark wine red color and uh, and it comes and kills people and so on. For me, he's a friend, kind of a friend. But uh, Adele, <laughs> Adele is chasing me. Yeah, he's so, like a monster in the, yeah, in the story. Yeah, appears in the sky of Paris and people cry. Yeah, oh, and, and, and it's very, yeah. very fantasy-like. It's very naive kind of story in a way. Like, like yeah. there's, there's weird, the style compared to Bond or Hugo, or something it's very weird because it's it's kind of static there are very beautiful drawings of paris in the it's like from um from 40s or 30s or something like that the the period long braces i think it's from the beginning of the century yeah she has like always very um Uh, handsome clothes you know yeah this this very very uh nice clothes and um, it's very old style, like Hercule Poirot era, something twenties yeah, yeah, or something. Like and, but and, can and... you imagine that it's uh, this coat of hers? She has, of course, it's in Paris mostly it's cold, so she has a coat like Ida. Ah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
the the police black and white movie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Adele is something. Yeah, and and so there is like this beautiful static views of Paris, and it's very kind of dark. It's that the colors are more saturate, less saturated. Mostly it's, in, the, in the dark. Yeah, it's very dark, and the the style of Darty is very uh, interesting. Uh, how he how he draws. It's not. It's it's very. It's not like um, the American superhero comics or something where there is different perspectives and very dynamic. You know, it's not dynamic. It's very kind of uh, static, in a way. Uh, people's faces and position are kind of static mostly, and there are a lot of talking and characters coming in the rooms. But then yeah. with within all this, there is a very kind of funny, naive way of coming up with a story like the monster, that where the monster comes from. And yeah, that it's a it, whole story. Yeah, and, and it, it's very light-hearted in that sense. So it's very uh, fantasy. It's ma yeah, magical you, you realism to, again. You are made to believe unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. And, that's, yeah. That's... and you believe because it's so much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it's it's very light-hearted in a way, but very not not really like uh, uh, like Dan Dan, for example. It's not that light-hearted. No, it's. But what? Well, how would you say about Bond? Yeah, it's, it's also it's not Dan Dan. It's 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 yeah. cruel and it's violence and action. And Adele is less action, but it it can be cruel, you know, sometimes in a way of of some yes. things. Yes, but that is the but comic not... book. Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is yeah. This is the comic. Part. This is the origin. Yeah. So then, Luc Besson made a film. Of... Was it Luc Besson? Yeah, it was Luc Besson, who was a French person, but he lived in America a long time. So he has a kind of a perspective. Yeah. And uh, <clears throat> he made the, and not only he made a film of Adele. But not only of the first book, he he put all m more into it mm -hmm. of the Stardy stories, and it's called the Extraordinary Adventures of Adele Blanksek. Yeah. And Blanksek is a white wine. He, her name is <laughs> white wine. <laughs> okay, so that's a beside point. But it's an anyway, interesting so detail. That's a film where you g see Adele. Mm -hmm. uh, here, look, I have a poster. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So you see Adele immediately, mm -hmm. and she don't beat the bushes. She goes straight to the action, and from the beginning to the end, she goes straight to the action. Yeah, it's a very impact story. It's like impact you story. go at it and you do it, and the story the goes on, yeah. and there's no weird moments of silence. And but that's also like, like... Bond. She does. She finds the solution at the moment. She yeah. doesn't think much. She don't plan it at home or something. She finds the things immediately on the action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good And there uh, comes mummies alive from pyramids. <laughs> they come to all kinds of things and she takes them just like that. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, even kind of it makes a step uh, beyond from Bond. It's like a little bit more fantasy because yeah. it's mummies and productors. Bond never has to fight against mummies. He's, he's always terroristic groups and stuff like that. Yeah, maybe it is the kind that um, it's for men, this bond. And I, I really got bored by looking at them, most of, mostly. But in Adele Blanksek, it's for women. I, I, I didn't get bored for a second. <laughs>
So maybe man looking at Adele would get bored. I don't know. Maybe that's an idea, kind of could idea. Be. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. So anyway, well, as a, as a man, I could say that I've never really been that interested in Bond. Like, I li I I always when I look at Bond movie, I I look at it as an action movie. You know, like yeah. like any other you know action movies that I see, and then I kind of see them by themselves and I I never really been into the character of Bond it's just something that I it's just it just that haven't happened I never really got into uh, thinking about Bond or get excited about being Bond because I, I don't really feel uh, myself being a Bond I it's just uh, so like, it's, it's, like, it's not my it's not my fantasy it's not my yeah. fantasy to be Bond like I got excited from Adele. Yeah, exactly. And also yeah. Adele, it's not really my fantasy to be Adele either. So both <laughs> movies are not really my my uh, fantasy, but I like both. Yeah, but you remember this in the story of Adele in the film, in the movie, there, she had a sister, mm. which had got an accident in a very strange way when they played tennis. Uh, I don't remember so much of that. Yeah, movie. it was a strange uh, chain of accident, mm -hmm. uh, incident, which they were playing four people in uh, tennis, and she got a hit in the head, and and uh, what with what did she get hit in the end? Anyway, she didn't die. It mm -hmm. was in her head, and she was sitting at home, and Adele every time she she couldn't do anything, just uh, sit in coma at home. Yeah. With that thing in her head, and Adele, with the whole purpose of her ideas was to to save her, save the sister, to get that thing out of her head, and she got yeah. it in the end, I think. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's that's a, that's a masterly movie, you know. That <laughs> that script is to the point of that, the why things happen one after the other, and then oh. Mm. Oh, oh, really? It's really something. And then there is uh, also a realism in it. Uh, yeah. You know, there is a Louvre, and there is the mummies in Louvre, and they go. <laughs> then they go walking on the streets. That's the magic in it. But all all things happen uh, combined to re reality and. Uh, was a fairy tale. Yeah, it is interesting because the comic, for example, it is very. It has a very specific time period, and it sets in that time period, and it has like kind of a grounded way of telling the story with with then with this realism. And I think the movie, how I remember it, like compared to the comics yeah. of when I read it, that the movie is much more ongoing, energetic. Yeah, you know, really. it has like this. It goes, poof, poof, it it's runs. Breathless. Yeah, breathless. there's so much stuff happening all the time, and it's very, it's very French, I think, in that sense. It's like, like very look passion French type of movie making. That it's very, it has this energy that you know you have to yeah. try for, and and um, in that sense, it's like maybe maybe makes it more fantasy maybe that energy you know i think uh, it's even better than fifth element of look besson it's much <laughs> much better it's well i uh, i don't know I, I i still like fifth element a lot fifth so. element i like also no, it's hard to say if something yeah. is from look but, but look besson has so many other good movies like it's yeah, it's he not has. 
I, I think we have to say about Luc Besson that he's a good filmmaker, good director. That he's the only one who could make Adele Blanksy. Yeah, and, and it's very interesting is that he's actually now making another movie, um, which is also based on a French comic book. And it's a it's a comic book about um, to a man and a woman flying through space uh, and solving problems in different planets and stuff. And it's like set in a very science fiction future oh, set that's setting. That's very and I used to read it when I was young. They were in the in the library, uh, Finnish translations of that book, and it's a very very famous uh, French. I don't uh, but it's name. it's not Moebius or places like that um, and he's now um, going to do the movie about that comic book so he's now now What's the name yeah wait a second I'm trying to find it it's uh, Valerian well the movie is called Valerian and the city of thousand planets oh. uh, but it's it's based I on the I have to see that he hasn't made it. <laughs> it's um, uh, well, the comic is called uh, Valerian and Loreline, oh. and it's a couple that they go on uh, intergalactic adventures. Or... A, a man and a and woman. And a man and a woman. Which and... one is a man? What? Which one is man? I really don't know. Maybe Valerian. Because... Yeah, because Laurel is a woman. And yeah, Valeria, I thought also. Maybe oh, yeah, I think maybe Valeria is the man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think so. And it's but for me it's very interesting that Luc Besson now suddenly takes an interest in making Adele Planck uh, and then this Valerian comic. So he's like kind of very busy now with these comic books, uh, mm-hmm. and like it could be that it would he can make something interesting out of Valerian like. Uh, I, I have I, I remember the style and the atmosphere of the comic and you know Luc Besson he has yeah. a very comic you know he his visuals are very fitting is, yeah. like Fifth Element could be very very comic book you know it, it, yeah it is right. it is it's uh, like exciting and mm. it's uh, moving fast mm. and it's uh, visual yeah. But going to Fifth Element, we we saw it recently with Meryl, just uh-huh. for fun, and it's uh, watching again maybe the fifth time or something that I watched it in my life. But it, it's it, you start to laugh about it so much because it's so <laughs> funny. It's so inc- it's every little moment is so incredible and weird and. Uh, laughable and naive and like for example the remember when the um, the fifth element Mila Jovovic uh, yeah. is born they make her which I still don't understand what how how do they make her I don't understand the whole detail about that character mm. where do they get her DNA whatever so and and then she escapes and she goes through this wall Remember mm. when she jumps yeah. through I the wall? Yeah, I remember. I still and remember. The, yeah, and the wall is—it's just a folio. It's—it's it's just a—it's nothing. Oh. There is no wall. It's just a folio, and she just and jumps. And 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 it looks so stupid. It looks so yeah. cheap, and but it's funny, but you know. But that's how the movies mo- uh, change. 
it's really they changed in uh, yeah well yeah you don't you didn't see it back then or or maybe i i remember seeing it but i didn't think about it but now you so it was so exciting yeah and it's full of this kind of stuff it's so funny movie and so entertaining it's really really entertaining movie i really love it it's but do you remember when we saw meryl you and me we saw together this adele yeah 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 it was a really great uh, great experience yeah I, so I should see it again fun. because I don't remember so much anymore. I how, what I remember from Adele playing sex is it's a mess. It's a, yeah, it's a mess. Mummy and product no, and I her and, and. But I, rem- I think that you know, like a James Bond movies, like the Spectre or something, Hugo. So you have to see them in theater in a big screen, and then you are impressed. But Adele was perfect that we at home. Mm. In the television, and we could have a lot of laughs and food and fun and <laughs> things, and it's just, just kind of a film. That's yeah, yeah, it's wonderful. So now I would like to go into this um, big thing. Yeah. About these three subjects. Yeah. The big thing is that uh, is that the uh, derailment of the train. Which actually happened yeah. in it, it. I found. I looked at it, and it, it's um, happened in 4 p.m., 22nd of October in 1895, in Montparnasse uh, station. Yeah. And Hugo lived in Montparnasse station, and it happened in that film in his time. Yeah. Like, like to him, even 1930s, it, he lived there. Yeah. But it happened to his him in that station, and it's amazing. Uh, it's one of the most impressive scenes ever. Yeah. That the train comes with the full power and they can't stop it, and mm. it goes through the station. Yeah. Destroys everything on its way and goes through the wall and drops down only then stopping. Yeah. And uh, it actually happened. Yeah, it's uh, one of the big things in the world which happened. Mm. So it, it first of all, I found it out in Adel because in in Adel Blanksek, Tardi drew drew it in Adel. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. I loved it, and I even drew it. You remember? Yeah, yeah. And you think you still have that? Card? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have the card. We could still. put it in the in this. Um, if it's good enough, I don't remember if it's good enough. It's, it's really this, good. this uh, podcast. Yeah. We could put it into this podcast. It has history, mm-hmm. that part. So it's in Adele, mm-hmm. you know? And it's in Hugo. You think I was amazed when I saw in Hugo suddenly mm-hmm. the train coming and it's all that impact again. It's, you, you like, stop. You can't move when you see it. Mm-hmm. It's really something. And it's that same train, it's the same incident. Same, yeah, the same station even, mm. they have. And in Bond. Yeah. You suddenly, I'm go, I'm looking at Spectre, you know, there. And uh, there comes this uh, <coughs> helicopter with the crook in it. In, yeah, in, in, the in the end, beginning. when he thought that, ha, 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 I got bored <laughs> and so on, and his leg is bad, he had something wrong with his leg, and, his, and suddenly they, 
they who got was it bond or somebody got the air, uh, helicopter I, was it in Paris also where did it happen in the end? No, that happened London. in... That was London. London, in London. Yeah. So, anyway, the helicopter comes with that same force, exactly it's done in the modern times, same force, and blows like a field on the bridge in London. Yeah. And it goes. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, yeah. So, you think I don't uh, think about the train in Montparnasse when I see <laughs> it? It, like, plowed through the street. Yeah. Yeah, like in the train station, the train. Mm -hmm. yeah, impressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And did that, did they do animation or did they do the real thing? Yeah, that's that would be a good thing did to find out. Yeah, did but... they destroy the bridge? In <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Probably uh, not, but it would be yeah. quite a quite a difficult stunt to pull to actually tr tr dive a helicopter into the bridge. Uh, it would yeah. be quite amazing. So I I think they didn't do it. Again, yeah. I don't know if it's real or not, but uh, yeah. I don't know if it cares anymore. Doesn't matter. Mm. So anyway, this. This three, I suddenly realized that it happened in all these three. Yeah. So that was my my uh, point. The, it, but it's that's a kind of interesting element. Like, do you remember other films that also has that like that yeah, yeah, that have. force of of that machine kind of uh, destroying and that you cannot stop it? Yeah. It would be an interesting thing to find out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So it is. It is, and the the combine it all. All those films, they also have the history and the mod nowadays time. Mm. In very close connection. Yeah. Like Adele has the pterodactyls and all kinds of dinosaurs, and then all the other historic things, and Hugo with the movie history and all. The, mm. And then Bond with Pastor Keaton's and things. <laughs> mm. <laughs> okay. So, so I, I this time I didn't have much time to prepare myself. Only all what we have talked about is from the remembering, from the memory. Yeah, yeah, the same with me. Yeah, there but anyway, it's mm -hmm. all the impressions which stay with you are those on the top which now, which now we talked about. Yeah. So they stay with you in your mind. Mm. So movie movies are from these three instances you see the movies are great. <laughs> 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 and that's why also Bond gets gets um, credit mm. from from Hugo and Adele I think it's more more strings. Uh, you, you think like you like Bond when you think about the relation to Hugo and Adele. Yeah, then I like Bones. So you didn't really enjoy it by itself? No, they're boring. The stories are <laughs> boring for me. I thought, oh... <laughs> oh, this man! <laughs> look at his making macho, macho, macho. <laughs> yeah. But you know that in Rotten Tomatoes, 
That was mm. interesting for me that in Rotten Tomatoes, Skyfall got 93%, uh, Hugo mm. got 94%, and uh, Amel Adel Blanc Sec got 83%. 83? Yeah, very. They wow. are, uh, yeah, they're good films. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mm? What was. Uh, Hugo got how much? Hugo got 94. And. and... Go- Skyfall got a 93, the other points I haven't Okay, so one point uh, fewer than Hugo. That's an interesting... Yeah, but Scorsese thing. is, is mm. the top of all. But I, I think I, I wouldn't put Skyfall that high. Um, it was really, really great, but... it Great action movie, but I... And scenery was visually. It was really well. There's a, such a good quality to that film, but... It's was not, not I wasn't really in everything totally with it. Like, uh, like, yeah, it's not so as in Casino Royale. Yeah, exactly. I, I liked Casino Royale better. It, there was something more, uh, everything worked so great. But yeah, again, I don't wish Bond to be too much grounded. Like, I expect him to also fly around and to. To, to punch people in helicopters and stuff like that. Like, you know, to be more adventurous and stuff like that. So I suppose it's like, in I don't Adel, know. In Adele, they compensated the flying with the pterodactyl. The pterodactyl <laughs> did the flying. <laughs> yeah, that's even more, even more fantasy like. invention. Yeah, I think and all the of Hugo, this. Yeah. Hugo, you, you remember, even in the poster, they have him hanging on the mm. clock. So it's like this, um, what was this uh, comedy man in America who hung from the clock? Oh, that was uh, Harold Lloyd. Harold Lloyd, yeah. Mm. So Hugo is full of those also. Yeah, it's a lot of reference to that. Mm. To those, a lot uh, of enjoyment with those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's interesting. Mm. So yeah. what do you think? Were they... Were they worthwhile to combine? I think you made a very interesting comparison. Like, uh, there's a there's an interesting pattern of like uh, Hugo and Bond having this this uh, how to how to um, yeah. There's like a re- the realism in the background of of kind of references to real things with Adele also uh, with with certain real things, um, but like. Uh, it's interesting to combine everything in in adventurous ways, like they're all adventure movies and it's interesting also to say that Bonda is a male fantasy, Hugo is a, a child fantasy and Adele is a female fantasy mm. so they all have they're all like a different kind of uh, gender or age uh, um, uh, specific uh, fantasies Mm. And it's interesting how they are all done in their own specific ways, how they deal with this certain fantasy uh, style. Uh, like, they all uh, are faced with a certain, like, their own um, challenges, kind of. Uh, like, um, I don't know how how much Adele is challenged by, you know, certain female aspect of the story like how much is okay let me start over like bond is kind of faced with his masculinity 
it's about yeah. Bond Spectre uh, very much is 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 a, is a lot about Bond facing a threat of kind of masculinity in the end of kind of some parts of uh, of the main villain's thing about what he wants to do against his Bond is to strip his masculinity in the end in a way it's a very it's a it's very much symbolism of that you know of the of the male position of Bond mm. uh, and what he thinks of himself the identity of Bond and in Hugo it's about the child facing the grief of his father and then also about uh, surviving and surviving and also the the mystery of trying to solve about what why uh, who, what his father wanted to leave him and it's it's very it's a very a perspective from a child you know trying to understand the adult world because also mm-hmm. he doesn't really understand what's what about the story about Melier and um about that and it's kind of you know it is very a story of, uh, of adults next to Hugo and Hugo is very much kind of observing this from his point of view so what would you say about the Adele perspective like how does that female aspect come into play in Adele or does it any in any way yeah is, so is... Adele is a type who she's not swayed by any other person not a man Mm-hmm. Or no women, no nothing. She makes her own decisions in her own individual way, and that's needed. Mm. That the women are not uh, followers; they are individual. It's uh, independent. very independent, yeah, and she takes independent in, action. Extreme independent person who yeah. absolutely does whatever she wants. She smokes cigarettes in those times, or whatever she's going and doing. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a, it's so, a, it's a really a fantasy of that, and like, does it does is is her feminism uh, challenged in the story, in some in ways? She's very feminine all the but time. But is it challenged? By who? By, by who? anybody? No. In the story, is it is it there, any way part of the story? Who, who, there's a man who is in love with her, and he proves to be a crook, I think, in the end or something, and she don't fall for him. Oh, oh yeah. because he can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. There's like she's not interested in romance or things like that. We don't know that she probably she is, and so but at least but in the story she wasn't. Life, we don't have to know about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's true. I think yeah. it's a very interesting way in in that sense, like a, a, a view into it that these kind of things don't even, maybe even have to matter in Adele. You know, like it's. You know why do why do we even think about those things? And it's a very you know carefree take on having a woman as a hero, and then just you know also that that very very um, uh, strong feministic uh, take yeah. on on her as a as a woman that can be a, like a fem, feminist a f- female fantasy um, of that very independent and individual character. And I See, think, and it, it it amplifies that. And I think, yeah. And in it it says here in the first uh, comic book that it happens in 1911. Ah, okay, so it's even Adele. earlier. Than and she's world. using, you know, she's square, she's swearing a lot, and she's using full <laughs> language, and she don't care at all. She's gives, she's don't care. Simply said. 
Yeah. So and I'm so happy for Jacques Tardy that he invented such a woman character. Yeah. In that time, it's mm. not possible that there was such one, but... Maybe it's, was... maybe it's even, you know, like him placing her in that time, it gives that contrast that, you know, if, if we would have that same woman today, it wouldn't be as impactive, impact as, have that impact as if Adele yeah, would no. live in 1911. Uh, so it, it kind of says something about, you know, putting that, that, that character in that time period and making her because it's it's even more extreme than any of those feminist characters today in these yeah. times because yeah, it, it was and, and the time in 1911 it's more like the time when the all the uh, you know this gothic romances and and vampires and things which mm. others don't buy at all <laughs> so so that's what's supposed to be like women fainting and hoo 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 hoo. She's, yeah. she's so much not left. It's really a fight against that that characterization of women in that yeah. time. That of, what is their role in just fainting and kind of being kind of weak? And she's she's in in all her characters, she's she's fighting against that that image in a way. And even Tardy made such a point I want to make that the sister, which she had, she didn't mm. go into pneumonia and lie, lie in sick or something. She got the hit in the head with something which stuck in suddenly. Mm. And that's it, in coma in a second. And, and then Adele has to save her and she saves, ah, can I reveal the end? She saves her, her with the mummy's powers, you know, from the from the pyramids so she finds the way and mm -hmm. there is no weakness even in the sister yeah she gets hit in the you know like you get hit in the head and then you're in coma for years yeah in a second pluck and that's it mm. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, i don't get tired of that story mm. i don't get tired of hugo either and if I look at Bond that way, that, you know, it's this MacGyver, uh, Superman thing, it's living. Yeah, every yeah, Bond is an interesting character in that sense, that everybody kind of finds their... Anybody who likes Bond finds what they like about him. Mm. You know, it's either... Somebody just like catches you know those uh, yeah, all yeah, those yeah. clock exploding yeah, cars yeah. driving and or somebody like the spy aspect and somebody like terrorist groups and somebody yeah, likes yeah, action somebody likes the male fantasy in in general and oh then like, to find the the references to other films yeah for everybody something yeah exactly so um so i think there's a, there is an interesting way of ex examining these films uh, these three films all together because like it's not necessarily the same you know like Adele is could be seen in a way of like counterpart to Bond a feministic counterpart like a female mm -hmm. counterpart and Hugo Les you know it's not a Bond movie it's not like it's Adele or yeah it's a child but it's not really an action movie it's not like the same as Adele or Bond it's not that it's child it's fairy tale yeah, it's it's more of a fairy tale, but there is 
these very interesting uh, bridges that you can walk to one movie to another and you can find these refers. So, and I think that's very, very interesting about that. Entertaining movies. Mm. So, in this time, you always, you, you say every time that, okay, why do we talk about good movies only and not about the bad movies? And why do we give the stars so and so? So, Bond doesn't get so many stars for me. Yeah. For me. So, now you can be happy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because Adele, I have to give five. It's uh, because it's my own, own interest so much, even if I know that it's not uh, complete uh, perfect. Mm. Okay. But I have to give it five. I, I haven't found any more entertaining for myself. And Hugo, I would give it four or five, because it has some stiffness in it. Hugo? It's perfect film movie, but it has some... Uh, the story has some stiffness in it. Mm. I can't explain it, but something. Scorsese, mm. of course, it's uh, super. And the bonds, I... I think I gave them two, two stars, mm. and maybe the Casino Royale three. But, so now you have it. Not mm. so good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Hugo. I I think I would give. Um, yeah, maybe maybe first I can a little bit explain that I think because you have like five star system. Yeah, and you have the ten. I have ten, but my ten is I started to realize that it's not really working out the way uh -huh. it used to be. So because I like that I have more gap, you know, to find. So I, I, I <laughs> I'm not doing like two and a half. Three yeah. and a half or something like that. Yeah, then you yeah. just have ten, you know, like yeah. why do you do half stars? So yeah. um uh and then five stars is for me too few. So but then I noticed that I'm lowest that I could maybe I've been given to movies is like five five out of ten. And yeah. I never really go lower than that. So it's actually I do five also in a way. You know, because it's yeah, from actually, five to yeah. ten, so yeah, yeah, it's not it's really. Way. Yeah, but now I started to kind of expand it to from one to ten, so I have more. So it's not the same if I say now eight. It's not the same as before. It's like uh -huh, you know, it's okay. a little bit different. So if I say six, it, then it's not bad. It's uh -huh. still above yeah. average, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. and entertaining. Yeah. So like. I think Hugo. I think I give a nine out of ten because it's oh, a masterpiece. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece. Some, some stiffness. Uh, I don't remember stiffness in it. I think it's. I just remember every time I watch it, I'm filled with emotions, and it's so in. Uh, I'm so um, immersed in the story. It's so yeah. such a way that it it starts up with. Uh, um, the fairy tale way and the carefree adventures of this boy, and you think like I've, I've always feel in the beginning like this is going to be something stupid, you know, yeah. like a kids kids thing. But then it turns out to be such an emotional uh, character story about yeah. about uh, movie making. 
that mm. it just captures me. It's such an amazing story. And I, for me, maybe the negative part would be like the, the some of the digital quality. It looks a little bit plastic sometimes. And then that that beginning carefree like that. I, I'm not that. It, it's just something about it doesn't get me into it. Maybe the it, it's maybe that it it goes so much into that fairy tale feeling that it it I cannot get that much into it. So that that's my stiffness about it. But it's it's different. So that's why it's not perfect for me or something. But it is really goes very high on my list of amazing movie and then um i think spectre i would give like i'm somewhere between uh six and seven i haven't made my mind yet because i haven't thought about it that much Mm. six and seven it's entertaining but it's not it, it, there's n- not so much depth in it for me. Mm. It's just entertaining, and the entertaining it's not. I liked uh, uh, Casino Royale better. I think it was much more entertaining. So it wasn't yeah. that entertaining for me. Adele is very entertaining, but for me, uh, there is not so much depth in it as much in the comics, and mm. how I remember it. The movie is very. Uh, energetic and very wild and goes and it kind of I, I sometimes I cannot really keep up with it so I think I have to see it again <laughs> and it doesn't give me everything you know it I cannot yeah. really get into it as much yeah. as in the comics I, mm. for me because I also love the comics a lot so and Dardy I love a lot so it just maybe a little bit like um, that different mm. so it's what it's the same six seven somewhere around that place. Mm-hmm. I should see it again to to see it. So you see, you also go into not so bad. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's I like it. <laughs> but how much would you give a Casino Royale? Casino Royale would be like maybe better like yeah, maybe that would be seven. Maybe these are like six and then Casino Royale is seven. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah or even eight. Mm. Maybe hey, maybe I did give it. Um, if I look at it, my list. Yeah, I think yeah, Casino Royale. I think is more like eight. <laughs> because because okay. it, it 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 was for me it was such a really really great action thriller movie. It, it, yeah, by itself, you know, it was a really really well done movie. Mm. I I respect that movie a lot. I remember forever, for sure, that how James Bond got heart attack and cured himself. He <laughs> <laughs> died. It was like a poison. Yeah, he died and he woke up. Yeah. I never forget. And That's then he just continues seen. his day. He <laughs> yes. goes back to the table and... <laughs> <laughs> okay, is that... That's comparable to Adele, I feel like. Wow. Yeah, yeah, of mm. course. Okay. Yeah, I think it was a good talk. Yeah, mm. I I think so. Can you you think you can find a card with the accident picture? Of course. Yeah, let me see it then. Yeah. Because I don't know if it's good enough. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, 
thank you. Yeah, thank you too. And yeah. see you later. Yeah, see you okay. later. Bye. Bye-bye.